Hey, I'm Amy Atkinson, and it wasn't all that long ago that I lacked the confidence to focus on growing my online business. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and you'll see the business I have today. This podcast gives you all the tried and tested ways to grow your business through social media and digital marketing. You'll hear all my home truths and challenges, but also how to navigate them. It's time to get you seen, so let's get started. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest podcast of the Simply Digital, Digital, I can't even speak. It's really not even early in the morning. It's not a Friday and it's not a Monday and I can't even introduce my podcast. It's going well, isn't it? Oh, and my board's fallen down. <laughs> yeah, it's going really well. Okay, so welcome to this podcast and thank you so much for listening. Today, I have got the amazing Claire Shelley on with me, who is an epic Facebook and Instagram ad specialist and she works specifically with coaches, course creators and surface based businesses and she has actually helped me in the past so last year she actually helped me grow my email list by 50% off the back of the ads that she created with me. I don't think I've even shared that with you Claire have I? No. Um, <laughs> but there you go, there were the results that she got for me and so I know that she is going to give us some incredible advice today but she helps all service-based businesses coaches and course creators to consistently attract clients and scale their businesses using the power of paid advertising. So that leads me nicely onto what we're going to talk about today, which is um, email list growth and ultimately selling more and helping your businesses grow and basically doing all of that through advertising online. So, hi Claire. Hello, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, let's get started. If somebody is launching a new product, um, so we're recording this at the beginning of 2023, um, and perhaps they're launching a new product because it's the beginning of the year, or anyway, it doesn't really matter what time of year it is, they're launching a new product. How would you recommend people even promote this new product or service that they're offering really great question i think um and and this is coming from a from someone who works with with course creators and and um service-based businesses so it's going to be different obviously for um if you were in the e-com space but yeah so looking at it through that lens um yeah there's always um a an element of, of needing to do some preparation before you launch and it really depends on you as a business owner and where you are in your journey so if you've got already quite a good audience behind you and you've got an existing email list and um, you know everything's sort of um, ticking along already you've made some progress then that's um, a sort of a, a, I guess an easier start place than if you're starting from scratch and you, you don't have um, much in the way of an audience but either way um, I would always recommend that if you've got something new and you're going to launch it then to launch it organically first purely because 
you're testing the water and you're putting your message out there and you're saying right this is what I'm putting together this is my offer um, and, and you want to know that you're going to get some bites and some um, some interest in your your offer before you do anything else so I would say yeah um, to, to, to launch organically as in a first instance and, and see how that goes and if you get traction then then to move to ads but um, I think um, the the sort of the priority really I guess for anyone in this space is is to have a decent sized audience um, and and that puts you in a stronger position for each time you do launch um, so yeah that, that that's kind of how I would uh, approach it but um, but yeah just growing your audience is, is something that it should be really a, I guess a priority at all times regardless of what, you know, if you're launching or not yeah and so with growing your audience do you mean on your socials do you mean an email list what what do you mean when you say that um i guess if you're ultimately all of those things so if, if you know ideally you'll want to be growing your email list you'll be wanting to have people following you on social media um you know you just uh, you know, if you go networking in any way that you can go out and meet people and, and let them know about what you do, then then that's that's great. And um, obviously, social media marketing is is the ideal way of of reaching more people and getting in front of uh, more ideal clients um, easily and, and cost effectively. Um, but yeah, but all of those things, is, as you know, marketing is very much a um, a really big uh, space and there's lots and lots of different elements that all feed into to, to your business so having your website in place and some blog posts on there and having social media set up and having um, an email list all of those things will feed into to growing your audience and, and um, your business ultimately yeah for sure um, one question that I get asked a lot and you can say your your side of things in a second but one question I get asked a lot is um, how do I grow my followers how do I grow my email list um, and one thing it's super important to do that and it is super important to grow it but coming back to what you've just said is it doesn't actually matter if you've got thousands of hundreds of thousands or a hundred people on who follow you or on your email list you want to make sure that whatever it is that you're selling has sold to someone. Yeah. Because if you you could have 10,000, 20,000, 100,000 followers, if you haven't sold anything to those people, ultimately there's no point in spending money on ads. There's no point in growing your audience more. There's no point in having a bigger email list because the product that you're selling isn't right for those people. Um, or it's just not wanted, it's not needed, don't know, there could be a whole heap of different things. Mm. Um, but one of the questions that I often get asked, sorry, is, well, how, how many people do I need to have on my email list? Or how many people do I need to have follow me in order to, tell, to sell something? Um, I know from what I've just said is that it doesn't matter, but do you have any, any advice, thoughts, about that yeah great great question and I think it really depends on on you as a business owner and what your offers are because if you're say for argument's sake you're a coach and you're wanting to sell um, a one-to-one -one program and and you're charging three thousand pounds for your one-to-one -one program 
you're ultimately looking at um, needing a lot fewer people than if you were selling a £10 PDF download. So it really depends on how your business is structured and how it looks as to what your requirements are, I guess. So if, you, if you're wanting to sell digital products and they're all very low price, then you'll need to sell a lot of them to get the revenue or get the income that, that you're looking for. Whereas if you're doing something that's a higher price point, then you only need to sell a few of them. So yeah, essentially if you were selling um, a more premium priced uh, program, then then you could get away with a much smaller audience than somebody who's yeah. wanting to sell something that's of a lower price. So yeah, it's, there is no hard and fast answer to how many people do I need mm. on my list or in my audience. But yeah, that, that hopefully is... Um, uh, a bit of yeah, uh, of an idea <laughs> yeah and I think that then also lends itself nicely but um, we won't go into it because otherwise we digress to how like, how are you running your business what is your strategy are you going for the high ticket items or mm. are you going for the lower price points but that is a whole other thing that we're not going to go into right now it's <laughs> a whole other discussion <laughs> yeah it really was a whole other discussion so um Obviously, we've talked about the uh, the power of having an email list, the power of having followers. Um, but how would you how would you grow an email list? Um, uh, uh, this is, uh, I guess, something that is it all, all comes back to um, when we were talking about um, having an audience and uh, um, if you're uh, putting a, an offer out and no one's buying it, potentially, have you got the right audience? So. Is it because you've started out your business in one way and gone in a different direction? So the people that are in your audience aren't right anymore or have you attracted the wrong people? Or, you know, there's all sorts of reasons why you could promote an offer and, and not have anyone, um, at, uh, you know, take you up on the offer. So um, essentially everything comes back to how clear are you on your ideal client and this is something that I think people skirt over or only kind of dip into a little bit and they don't do enough and and being super super confident and um, you know confident that you know exactly who your ideal client is and you know exactly what offer you want to ultimately be putting in front of them later down the line is so important because knowing who your ideal client is and you know this informs everything and it informs your message and it informs all of your marketing materials and you know I think starting from there so making sure you're clear on who your ideal client is you can then start to grow things that are going to start to attract them so the ultimate way um, of growing your email list for example is by having um, a a lead magnet so giving something away for free something of value that's going to help your ideal client to make progress and 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 um see you as somebody who is able to give them that that help and that advice um is is the most common route to, to grow an email this is there is obviously other ways but this is i guess the the way that most people do it so knowing who your ideal client is then will inform how you set up that lead magnet um and what you include in it and then um then by promoting that lead magnet you're then attracting people who are likely to benefit from it. So it's kind of, it all links in and and helps to grow your audience further. 
Yeah, definitely. Okay, so somebody who is really keen to grow their email list, they feel like they've nailed their ideal client, they know what they're offering, they're, they're clear on their message, they've already sold a few uh, things and, well, when I say sold a few things, they've had interest in their free, li free lead magnet. Mm. That That is the first tick box exercise, really, or tick box exercises, I should say. <laughs> um, once they've done all of those things, am I right in saying that your list or their list could then be grown quite easily, easily being a bit of a funny word, or simply grown more quickly than with ads? Uh, yes, is is yeah is is the short answer. So I think um, so with I guess when you're growing your list organically, you're you're posting on social media about your email list. Um, you know, there's you might be going on to um, into a networking group and mentioning it. You might be doing something like this and and um, being on a podcast and and. Um, promoting your lead magnet that way so there's, there's te heaps and tons of ways of, of promoting your lead magnet organically with ads um, typically what you would do is um, choose um, your most highest converting lead magnet and then use that in advertising because once you've proven that something is is of interest and people are going to to buy it or to to download it then that gives you more of a solid chance of of, of that working um in in advertising so i always sort of recommend trying these things out organically first before you you progress into to using advertising um but the reason that ads are so much quicker um than than doing it organically is that you're, when you're going into um, Ads Manager, you're you're dialing in all of the key attributes and all of the um, the interests and you know the demographical details of, of your ideal deal client. Um, and so, in with social media, you're when you're posting, you're posting to anybody and everybody, and it's very wide, and anyone can see your post. And probably out of all those people that see your post, maybe only one or two of them might be an ideal client. Whereas with ads. Mm -hmm. The targeting is so dialed in and so specific that you're only showing your ad to the people who are most likely to resonate with it so that's what makes it so effective and so efficient so as a comparison um, you know you might promote your lead magnet on social media and get maybe one or two people opt in every time you do that which is great and that, you know it's traction you're getting people downloading it and and it's you know, it's a, a surefire way of, of growing your list but with ads as a as a contrast, you um, once you've there's a there is a period of testing where you would go through to make sure you've got the right audience and the right lead magnet and the right copy and lots of different elements. But once you've got that nailed down, um, you could dependent on your budget, you could easily be looking at five ten leads a day as a comparison. Mm -hmm. So that's you know gives you a contrast as to how much quick quicker it would be to to grow a list with ads as it would. Comparatively yeah, with, and actually with organic. that's a really important thing to highlight. What you've just said is that um, when anybody is creating ads, it isn't a case of you've created it, you've posted it, it's live, it's done. In order for your ad to really be returning the best on the money that you're putting into it, you do need to test all of the things that Claire just mentioned. So yes, I fully, fully fully endorse that comment um, and actually that leads nicely <laughs> on to another question that I get asked a lot which is around 
how much money should I spend on ads? But like, what should my budget be? Can I even afford this? Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, say what you think about budgets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and of course. And, and I, I would say you're right. I think probably um, in with ads, that's probably the most commonly asked question is, is, is what budget will I need? And, and well, rightly so, you know, people need to know whether it's something that they can, can do. Um, so I guess before um, mentioning budgets and how, how much you might be likely to spend on ads, I guess the, the reason that um, I'm, I, and this is something obviously I'll work, work with you on, but um, growing an email list is so vitally important for not, not just um, your business as a whole, but also um, it, it helps your advertising to have a list, ironically, because you... Um, you can use your email list so just as as an example of just one of many functions available on Facebook you can upload your existing email list onto Facebook Facebook goes through has a look at your uh, your email list and it matches the people who are on the list it will then either you can show ads directly to those people who it's matched or alternatively you can create what's called a lookalike audience where Facebook will look at all of the um, data points of the people who are on your list and it will go off and it will find people who are exactly like the people who are on your list. So they're completely new to you. They don't know you, um, but they match or they look very much like the people on your email list. So it's a really great and effective way of finding new people who might be interested in, in, in what you do. So, so yeah, it's kind of, it's, um, it's a, a, a double win really because you're, um, you're growing your email list, um, but also your email list helps your ads. So they, they kind of work in, in, in conjunction with each other. Um, but yeah, so going back to, to, to budget. So list building, um, and this is something that I've been doing with clients um, quite a bit recently, list building ads um, are, they're great because that you're getting a return on investment. So if you were to run um, traffic ads, you'd be showing your ads to lots of people um, you might get a few clicks on the on the link that's within the ad, but you're not really you're, you're building and growing awareness. You're not getting anything for it. Well, with list building ads, you're tang you're getting a tangible return for for your investment. So you're getting someone added to your email list. And um, and another reason the email list is so valuable is because they they have such a great ROI. Um, uh, typically, an email list will have an ROI of 36, which means for um, every pound you spend, you get 36 back, which is amazing. You know, in, in comparison with social media marketing, it's you know a massive, massive asset to have in your business. Um, but um, so, what I would do um, with this building ads is to um, work um, with a lead magnet, for example, use ads that that grow your list, um, and um, you'd be looking at around 10 pounds a day as a as a a baseline so a starting point so that that would be where i would start if you know you can do more than that great because the more budget you have behind your ads the quicker we learn things and the quicker we can make informed decisions on, on where to make changes um but yeah i mean for most small business owners and, and sort of you know smaller companies 10 pounds a day feels like a reasonable budget i think and um I've been getting uh, leads recently for sort of in the range of £1.50, £2, you know, just really, really reasonable cost per lead as well. So it kind of, 
it feels doable, I guess, for, for smaller businesses to use ads to, to list list build. I mean, doing something like a full-on launch is a completely different scenario and you need some some budget to do that. But but yeah, list building is, is, is very doable. Okay. Um, so moving on then and starting to think more about the ad itself. And if we focus on email list building ads Mm. how do people create something that people are going to stop on what would be I know so you've got a great freebie actually that people should definitely download because they're going to get absolutely everything they need in order to create a scroll stopping ad but off that what would be the one tip or one bit of advice that you think would be so valuable to them. Um, good, great question. I, and and I'll, I'll give you two two tips. Because <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, just because they're important. Another kind of yeah, I think um, you can't decide I can't, between one or the other. I, I can't. I can't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're all about the giving value on here. <laughs> um, so I think essentially when you're thinking of the anatomy of an ad and how it's put together and how you're going to grab people's attention because the, the most important thing is we all know it we're all on social media all the time we're scrolling we're scrolling through the feed there's a million things on there that, that are trying to vie for our attention and so what you want your ad to do is to to be scroll stopping and to grab attention and so tip number one is to have a really eye-catching image so there's a couple of sort of things that you can do with images you could have some you know one one tip being that um you know on facebook you get um i guess the 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 platform itself is lots of blues isn't it so if you can go some something a color that's away from blue that that you know potentially will stand out more um so yeah so an, an image that is stand out and um i'm sure that you know um most of your listeners are um familiar with canva and spend hours getting creative in there so yeah (laughs) that's always good and and so yeah choose an image that is gonna just really stand out um but also uh, um within sort of reason that it needs to be relevant i guess to to what you're promoting um tip number two would be when you see the ad um when it appears in the in the feed um you have right at the top you'll be able to see your logo and your your business page just directly underneath that is the the start of the, the copy that appears on the ad and you get I think maybe three or four lines of copy um, that is visible otherwise all of the other copy you have to actually click on to, to, to go in and see it now that makes that copy that's available there and visible the most important because that's the only one that you can see without clicking on the ad so make sure that 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 opening line your hook is really really catchy and really grabs attention with your your reader because that's something that is going to stop the scroll and get people to click on and read more and then you'll get higher conversions so yeah that that would be my tips on um the actual the way to lay out your ad yeah um i have a couple more things that i'll I'll add on to the image as well that i've learned through testing through for, for my clients as well as myself um again it's all about knowing who your ideal audience is does your ideal audience prefer an image versus a video or the other way around Mm -hmm. um and we even with my 
things we did tests around a static image versus videos didn't we and um, bright colors i.e pink which is my branding color um but in the past i've done ads that were bright yellow bright blue just to completely contrast as you say against the white and bluey royally bluey color that mm. um facebook has got and you're right bright colors absolutely stand out more against the feed and really do encourage people to start um so yeah so that would just be my sort of point and opinion uh, experience to share with people <laughs> yeah well this is it first-hand experience you can't can't beat it and i think this, no, yeah exactly and just touching back on something that you mentioned earlier with ads is just very much um you can't just put an ad together put it out there and, and and expect it to do well there's there's so many variables to test and so many things that um that you need to to, to test and try and, and, and see what works better. And, and I think all too often people give ads a go, only attempt to run them for a couple of weeks and then give up. And, and for very, there's lots of many, many reasons why that's not a good idea. But one of them is just because it, you know, essentially Facebook is a learning machine and it's gathering data all the time. And it's, it's the longer it's running and the longer you're working with it, the more chance it's got of, of optimising and getting you some great results because it's just learning and building on what it knows and finding the people that it knows will will um, uh, convert on your ads. So, yeah, I think, yeah, just, just be, I, I guess, just be patient with ads. You can't sort of just do them for a, a few days or a week or whatever and, and expect to get results. You have to have to stick with it and um, it's, a, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a process. Mm-hmm yeah for sure definitely um for anybody that's interested in claire's guide to scroll stopping ads i'll put the link to that in the show notes so make sure that you go and check it out because it is such a great workbook guide i don't know what you want to call it guide to absolutely everything you need to know right from copy advice to imagery advice to the headline advice you you've literally got everything in there haven't you yes yeah so um yeah thank you it's um hopefully a good sort of um starting point for somebody if they're they're sort of using ads now and they're not sure or or they're maybe not getting the results that they want just to sort of go through and just double check am i doing this this and this you know and um yeah some some pointers and some some tips on on things that you can do differently or um or to make sure you include so yeah Yeah, definitely and Claire where can people find you on social media um I well obviously I'm on Facebook (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you can also find me on Instagram and I'm also on LinkedIn quite a lot so um yeah all of those places head over to those places and again i'll pop all of that information in the show notes so you can go and check her out directly and all of the bits of advice that she's got on her socials but claire thank you so much for coming on today i know you've not been well recently (laughs) so thank you i appreciate it absolute pleasure it's been lovely chatting to you as always you too and i will speak to you very soon because we need to get back onto my ads this year (laughs) (laughs) all right thank you everybody for listening and as always make sure that you subscribe follow me on social media follow claire absolutely and keep an eye out for the next episode